Welcome to the Summit County HealthCast, a podcast to improve the health and wellness of residents in Summit County, Utah. Join us as we interview local experts, professionals, and more to provide you with the best health and wellness tips Summit County has to offer. Let's get started. and welcome back to another episode of the Summit County HealthCast. I am here this week with Brian Stevens, who is the district manager with Summit Mosquito Abatement. We've been on a mental health kick for the last month in May, and we're breaking things up a little bit, talking about some of the stuff we have coming up in summer. How's it going today, Brian? Doing great. Awesome. So for the people who don't know you out there, why don't you give us a little bit of background, who you are, what district manager mosquito abatement means. Okay, actually a resident of Summit County, fly, lifelong resident of Summit County. Uh, live actually up in Hannaford. Been managing the district for five years, but been with the district for about 12 years. So what that, the district manager basically is responsible for all the managerial aspects of some mosquito abatement district. So you're so, the mosquito boss. That's what I, I'm told, yes. Tell us what is the Summit County Mosquito Abatement District? Well, we actually are a local district within the state of Utah. We actually report to, you know, we have our reporting through through the state. But a local district basically is confined to a ge- certain geographical area and then assigned to do a specific function, such as mosquito abatement, or there's sewer districts, or there's water districts, or there's garbage districts. So there's all types of different districts, but in our case, we go and hunt mosquitoes. And that's just Summit County area, right? Just in Summit County area. All we're responsible for is taking care of mosquitoes in Summit County. You're going to find local districts in most counties in the state that do the same thing that we do. And does that include incorporated areas too? All of Summit yes, County? Yes, okay. all of Summit County, yeah. Cities, yes, incorporated areas. Here's the big question then, why is this service necessary? Well, that's a great question. The obvious answer is because mosquitoes carry lots of diseases. Uh, most people are familiar with West Nile. Most people are now, now familiar with Zika, carry Western equine encephalitis. They carry dengue, chikungunya, lots of different things. So that's probably the biggest reason is to that we're out there, and since this is a health podcast, we're out there helping protect the public health. But to, uh, I guess, a lesser extent is all people don't like mosquitoes, they're a nuisance, and so we go out there and try to prevent them from showing up at barbecues and parties and things like that that people don't want them at. That's why I think our, our job's important. Why don't we go into a little detail about the different things you guys do to not only get rid of mosquitoes, but to mitigate against the mosquito population growing and the spread of the diseases that they carry. Okay, so what we're doing in Summit County is we have guys in all different types. I shouldn't say guys, I should see employees or workers because we have more than just guys that are going in all different parts of the county. What they do is they survey the water to see if there's uh, mosquitoes in the water. And then they get samples of, the, of what they found, find there, the larvae, bring them back, we uh, speciate them, find out what type they are. And then if they do find them in the water, then they use biological chemical to treat them. But you know, if, if they do hatch, if we, miss, if we miss them in the water and they do hatch, we 
we have other means that we control them as well. We, have, we bring out our fog, or we don't. You know, that's our bottom of the list of our preferences. We prefer controlling while they're in the water. That's the, the best way to get them. You said there's different types of mosquitoes. Why don't you give us a rundown of the kinds that we have here in Summit County? Well, we have we have the type of mosquito that carries West Nile. It's the Culex mosquito. We have mostly Culex tarsalis. So we find those throughout the district. Those are ubiquitous in the district, so they're most at every spot. But we also have the nuisance mosquitoes like 80s Vexans. We're seeing a lot of those right now because those are called the floodwater mosquito because they show up when rivers flood, when lakes flood, when people irrigate, things like that. So we're seeing those in, in a large number. And those are, as the name suggests, rather vexing, quite a nuisance. Yeah, there's just tons of water out there. We're seeing a lot of those in the reservoirs like Echo and Rockport. Another mosquito we see a lot of is the dorsalis, 80s dorsalis mosquito. Those are also, those are people biters and cause people grief. So we're trying to get rid of them as well. And I should have asked this before, but you're basically just mosquitoes. You're not covering any other type of insect out there, right? We, we only do mosquitoes. We don't do ticks. We don't do deer flies. We don't do anything like that. Yeah, it's solely mosquito. That's our charter is to control mosquitoes. Okay. So. And I know from working in the weed department, when you talk about using chemicals of any kind, people will always want to know what that is and kind of the effects on it. So why don't you tell us a little bit about the chemicals you use and just let people know kind of the procedure of how that goes down. Yes, we you know, are trying to be as eco-friendly as we can. We use uh, bio-rational products. So we're using biology to fight biology, targeted specifically towards mosquitoes. So it's uh, bacteria called the Bacillus thuringiensis israelensis that's targeted specifically for mosquito. It doesn't affect anything else, but really hits mosquito populations. That's our that's the chemical we use most. We use some other types. We use a product called methoprene, which it prevents the larvae or the it prevents the larvae and pupae from becoming adults. It keeps them in what's called a juvenile state, so they don't ever hatch out. So they eventually they always stay in this juvenile state, and eventually are teenagers forever. And eventually they'll just they just perish. don't make yeah, it being teenagers forever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah. when you have to pull out the fogger. What kind of situation does that require? The little I know about it, I know that you guys do that in the evenings. Other than that, why don't you kind of explain we, it in a little more detail? We do it in the evenings because that's when mosquitoes are most active. Right after dusk, hours so after dusk is our prime spot. So that's when we typically fog. You know, we're only fogging we when we find a hatch. We don't. We're not out there just fogging. And we're conducting surveillance on adult mosquitoes so that we know we have a problem. We're not just pulling the foggers out and going to fog areas because it's you know just part of our our plan. But we've you know we have to conduct surveillance so we know that they're there before we even hit them with a fog. So another question I should have asked earlier: What's the typical kind of mosquito season when you see them? There, I know you guys kind of get a head start on things and then there's the time when they're active and biting and stuff. So how do, what's the, kind of the timeline there in a typical year? You know, we typically fire up about mid-April. You know, when it starts really to, it's warming up, mosquitoes, you know, below 50 degrees aren't, aren't really that active. So we get about mid-April, we find or we're, we're going to see some, start seeing some in the water. So that's about the time we, we go out and we take it to about, eh, probably the first part to the second week of October. When we, we have a good freeze, that's when we know life is good. And we can now rest easy and mosquitoes are gonna be bedded for the winter. So 
We have about a six month period. Okay. And in that six months, there's a lot of ground to cover across all of Summit County. So why don't you give us a quick rundown, the number of seasonal employees you have, and just kind of what a typical season looks like for you guys in the summertime. We have about 20 employees who are surveying. Uh, each, each has an area that they survey. Sometimes we work in, in pairs, but each has a specific area that they survey. Just basically the nature of the job is they're going through the, their area, uh, trying to cycle through it about every seven days to, to catch the mosquitoes. That's what we figure. Mosquitoes will cycle from laying an egg to, to the time that they become an adult is roughly about seven days. So they're out there trying to get through their area, surveying all the water in their area within about seven days. Of course, you know, as things warm up, they cycle faster. And so it's, you know, it's not an exact science, but our goal is about a week. And I'm sure all this flood water we're oh, having doesn't help things either, it's does it? Wonderful, wonderful for crops, but not so great for mosquitoes at this point. Yeah. How long has the district been around? The district actually started as the North Summit Mosquito Abatement District in 18, 18 excuse me, nineteen eighty-three. The whole county came on board a couple years later. I can't remember exactly. I think it was eighty-five somewhere in there. I mean, you talk to people that have, you know, older folks who've been around who remember the, the good old days when there was no mosquito abatement. When the mosquitoes roamed free <laughs> exactly. in Southern County. That's exactly right. That they, they have a, they, they have a noticeable difference or tell us that there's a noticeable difference between the good old days and now. So, I, yeah, I think it does work. We don't honestly get a whole lot of complaints from folks. If you do see someone out in your field and they got tan clothes on and they got a little dipper, don't shoot. They're That's just out looking exactly for mosquitoes, right? That's right? That's all we're doing is looking for mosquitoes, <laughs> trying to protect you, trying to make your life better. That's right. That's it. So we've talked about some of the things that you guys do to kind of reduce the mosquito population. What are things that property owners can do to kind of help you guys out? Great question. Mosquitoes need a couple of things for to, to, to reproduce or replicate themselves and one of course is water. If there's no water there's no mosquitoes so what, what homeowners can do or landowners can do is you know if you're just have a small home lot just make sure that you're not uh, holding water in containers make sure everything you know you're emptying it out every few days like dog dog water dishes something like that you know, get those um, emptied out. I know there's water that's held in potted plants. Make sure those are emptied. Buck, if you have buckets or something in your yard that it's, you know, and it rains and it's holding water, just empty those out. If you have irrigated property, it's, you know, if you're able to um, just drain your property as much as possible, take out dams that you're not using or make sure your ditches are flowing, things like that. You'd appreciate so, it. Oh, greatly. And it's mostly the standing water that's yes. the problem. Fast flowing. Flowing water, they, yeah, they don't hatch. They don't. They don't uh, lay eggs in flowing water. Some mosquitoes will actually lay eggs on damp ground, and when it floods, then when the water hits the egg, then that's what will initiate the hatch. So again, right so, now with yeah, all the flooding, exactly. Going on. That's why we're seeing a lot of these vexans mosquitoes because they've laid eggs in the damp, and then the water comes up and and hits them and it's causing them to hatch. Talking about some of the diseases that mosquitoes carry, which ones specifically, and we were talking before we started recording kind of the ones that we need to worry about and the ones that aren't really an issue here. With some of the diseases gaining national attention in recent years and with Zika recently over the past couple of years, 
which diseases do Summit County residents need to worry about and which ones probably aren't going to affect us here and what are some ways we can keep from being bitten in the first place? The biggest one for Summit County to worry about is still West Nile virus. We have, like I said, we have that mosquito that carries West Nile. The Culex mosquito will carry West Nile. So that's our biggest concern at this point. What exactly, if you get West Nile, what is West Nile virus? Well, West Nile virus is basically virus that associated with, with flu-like symptoms. And most people that get West Nile don't know they have West Nile. It doesn't go typically beyond that. I know there's been a lot of talk about Zika. We're not seeing that mosquito. There's two typically two mosquitoes that have been associated with Zika, and that's uh, 80s albopictus and 80s aegypti. And so we're not, we don't have those in Summit County. We don't have those, to my knowledge, yet in Utah. If, if we do see them in Utah, we'll start seeing them south and then they'll start progressing north so that will be the telltale sign is you know when we get them south and then we'll probably work up from there you know but their mosquitoes are very adaptable I, i'm sure it's just a matter of time and we'll we'll see them here as far as protection and that's kind of sorry cut in that's kind of the important thing to remember with zika for summit county residents right now you can't get it here but if right. you travel to exactly. places where it is available you can bring it back Absolutely. and you can pass it person to person yes. which is why we're going into don't get bitten no matter if you're in Summit County right. or not. Yeah, exactly. Okay, good point. Yeah, I mean, you can't get here in Summit County, but if you're traveling south or if you're traveling out of uh, country to, you know, one of the, you know, countries or areas below us, then absolutely, that's an absolute risk. So, yes. And so, the biggest things are, as far as keeping the mosquitoes off you, not getting those irritating, annoying bites. Yeah, you know, the biggest thing is just, wear DEET, you know, wear a repellent. If you're out in the evening, long clothing or long sleeve clothing, you know, long pants, things like that, DEET will protect you. Pretty basic stuff. Yeah, pretty it's basic not stuff. rocket science. Not at all. So we kind of covered everything in general, looking over stuff. If there was one thing you could have people take away, whether it's about not worrying about certain diseases or the importance that property owners can play to help you guys out, what's the one thing you want people to take away? Well, I guess the I guess the one thing it would I would be that you know we're out there. We're trying to prevent mosquito populations from occurring. You know, we're trying to reduce the mosquitoes we have in Summit County. But yeah, again, it's you know it's not you know we need help. Landowners can help. You know, if you're out at night, protect yourself. And if someone notices mosquitoes or if they just want to learn more, where's the best place for them to They go? can call us if they're noticing mosquitoes. If they have water they want us to check out, we'll be happy to come and dip and see if there's mosquitoes there. If they're noticing flyers, then absolutely they can give us a call too. Mosquito information we have on our website or there's a whole organization devoted to mosquito control within the country that they can log on to as well. So. You'll put those on. Your... I will include those in the show notes. Okay. And just so. so people can hear, what is the link to your website? SummitMosquito.org is ours. And then another one is the CDC has some great information mm -hmm. for, for particularly related, related to mosquito diseases. And then this, the Utah State Health Department will keep data with regards to West Nile on there, where we're seeing West Nile in the state, things like that. So there's you know, a few different websites you can go to if you're interested in just learning about mosquitoes. All right, Brian, thanks for stopping by and we'll look forward to speaking with you again sometime. Okay, good to be here. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Summit County HealthCast. For news, program information, and more, visit us at summitcountyhealth.org. Stay healthy, Summit County.